Hello and welcome to Beyond the Ball season finale, Connor. Season's over. Are you delighted or are you, are you depressed? Yeah, a little bit happy. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking delighted. Thank fuck this season is over. I've never wanted a season to end so much. And it was, you know what? The last day just summed it up and I was so happy that it was just done. It's just fucking done. And oh, I'm happy, man. Uh, we are a big paddy list. So... Unfortunately, you know, he, he he just he hasn't got his priorities straight. And um, that's the only way I can put it. Uh, a little bit disappointed in him, but sure, look, we have to. I mean, if you want to go listen to fucking United propaganda, Mark Albert to the podcast. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he talks a bit of sense sometimes. Paddy, you're just, it's 100% bullshit. Uh, Connor, we're going to look back at the last week's um, football, the final game week. We have a couple of games just to chat about. Um, we'll get a kind of an overall assessment of our team and how we thought they performed during the season along the way. Uh, we'll look at the fancy football. We'll give a kind of a final um, standing on the top 10. We do have to see who came last. Uh, I don't know. I haven't checked it in a while. So could be could be anybody. Could be me. Um, More likely it's me. <laughs> uh, what else we got? We have... What the fuck else have we got? Oh, uh, a team of the season from both of us. As team of the season. Now, like I said, we've gone a little bit controversial. We're going back old school. We're going fucking Big Sam, Sean Allardyce. Sean, Sean Allardyce? Sean Allardyce. <laughs> Sorry, I missed. I missed it was Sean one. Dice and yeah, Sam yeah, Allardyce together. I see what you're doing. They were me best there. Brexit uh, football, I believe it's called. Yeah, and we, yeah. we've gone with a classic 4-4-2. Now, people won't be happy with that, but... Fuck them. Um, and then we have our score predictions for the FA Cup final and the Champions League final. So, uh, Connor, we're going to first jump in to the football review. I'm going to miss that, that little challenge. I'm going to miss it. Um. God, a fucking force. Can we skip this one? Honestly, can we skip this one? Oh, I forgot this was in there. Yay! Can we skip this one? Honestly, I, I just don't even want to talk about this. Manchester United 4, Chelsea 1. And you know when you throw a lot of shit at the wall and you hope some of it sticks? My wall must have been waterproof because nothing was sticking to it. It was just sliding down and rolling off it. Because I put out a TikTok video saying miracles happen and this was going to be a miracle. And I was severely disappointed. Uh, it was a miracle. It was lucky it wasn't even annoying. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> well, the hold on a sec, right? If we had a number nine, we might have got a one-all draw or something like that. I don't know. We might have got some. But Jesus Christ, some of the shots and the fucking misses we had. Hall puts a Fucking ball, another rhymes on Mudrick's fucking foot. Honestly, now I'm. I have to think. Of, I know you think something bad's gonna have to say be said here, so I have to think about what I want to say here. I'm just thinking about his nationality, and I'm just like, please don't. No, I, I am steering <laughs> away from all the controversy. Let's just say my granny would have scored it. And she is no longer alive. Okay, that's that's what we'll leave it at. Um, 
absolute sitters, and he does it frequently. I don't know why. He looks like he's got loads of talent and potential, but he needs to fucking start scoring. Uh, Kai Havertz, a few sitters I mean, as well. we go back to Mudrick for a second, it's okay, because yeah. he has another eight years in his contract to score yeah. a goal. Plenty of time. <laughs> why, why blow as loud now and have his best season ever when you can just spread it out as shit across the fucking board? Uh, I don't know. He's got potential. I like him. Do you like him? No. No. Think so. Uh, look, this this game was just an absolute shit show. Uh, same old story for Chelsea. Couldn't score. United were actually poor. weren't weren't good at all. It wasn't a good performance from United. Um, so yeah, it's just disappointed that Chelsea couldn't score a couple of goals and put their backs to the wall. It would have been nice to just go into that last game with them needing to win. It would have been nice, but unfortunately wasn't to be. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to add that on this game? We just want to fucking move off and stop talking about Chelsea this season. It was uh, men against boys really, wasn't it? Yeah. It and was. it was and it was men's like LSL Division 14Z. <laughs> <laughs> and but the boys <laughs> Yeah, but the but the boys are even worse. They were like <laughs> Division Lowest Double Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah Lowest United George's like um yeah, look, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to touch on? You want to ask me? Do you want to ask me on about Chelsea? I don't care. I mean, day. you're going to show the next game, right? And it's going to be it's a result. The next game is a result. Yeah, I mean, we may as well move on to it because look, it's one all. Like we got a fight. Yeah, we got a fight. Love it. Um, and the goal that we scored was a fucking own goal. No. <laughs> Ah, you couldn't even fucking score a home on the last game of the season. I'm not joking, right? I was actually sitting there watching this game, and I know everybody was watching all the fucking relegation battle, but I stuck, I stuck to me guns. I watched this game, and like, I'm, no, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating when I say this. I was at one stage, I was nearly crying because we just couldn't score again, and I was like, oh, you don't score, and it was actually, I actually felt quite embarrassed when I was doing it. Um, but Jesus Christ, it's just. It's heartbreaking. Um, I just, I'm, I'm glad it's over. This game, again, it was just Chelsea fucking playing pretty well, but then just doing nothing in the final tour and same shit. I'm sure you have the same shit you want to add to this game. Nothing. I, I had this game as draw. You didn't accumulate for the last game. I had this as a draw. Oh. United to win, Everton to win, Leicester to win. And oh. what let me down was I did a. Uh, I did City to draw. Oh, rookie mistake. <laughs> well, I, was like, I was like, they won't win the game because they've won the league, but they'll, they'll probably get a draw. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, well, 86 minutes. Thank you yeah. very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. 310 euro down the fucking 20. Um, but no, I, did, I, I thought I, it was like we used to talk about before we came on, right? The last game of the season, and there's nothing to play for. It is really like that pre-season game, right, where anything mm. could happen. Um, yeah. Case in point, we'll move on to probably the Liverpool game next. Um, we can do. Didn't 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 see any of this, so saw some of the highlights. Yeah, it was just it was just not, a... that's not what you judge Chelsea season off, and it's not what you judge Newcastle season off. So, um, I suppose I do. I give my overall review. Yeah, of Chelsea cool, cool. Now. What, do you think of, what do you think of Chelsea? Right. So the whole season. And the only way I can describe this season was a fucking shit show. 
from the very start, since Bowley took over, we spent six six hundred million. We've signed players that are getting eight year contracts who don't deserve eight year contracts. And if you're gonna give them an eight year contract, give them a fucking performance based salary. Okay, I know that's not that's not possible. That's probably not gonna happen. But that's what situation we're in. Eight year contracts were given out. Then he does the fucking unthinkable and sacks Thomas Tuchel. One of one of our best managers, won the Champions League. And to say I was shocked, and the day before he done it, and like this seems like it was years ago, but the day before he sacked Tuchel, I said, right, maybe Chelsea are after changing their culture now. Maybe maybe we stand by our managers. Maybe we don't sack our player or our coaches anymore. Our managers, we give them time. I'm not joking, and I shit you not, because there's a video up on Instagram. If you want to look at it, the very next day, Thomas Tuchel was sacked, and I was fucking shocked. My phone in work was hopping, and I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe we had sacked Thomas Tuchel. To top it all off with that, we get in fucking Potter, and we not only just get him in, we spend something like ten million to release him of his fucking contract. And then we give him a five-year contract for fucking 10 million a year. And it's just, I called it and everybody called me a gobshite. And that's normal enough. I usually get called that. But in this case, I was right. I, I think the first game, I said, I don't want Potter there. And I want him out. And I got absolute dog's abuse. And lo and behold... I know it's very early to you're call blowing it. it over, you're blowing it over proportion. I don't think anyone gave you dogs. Everyone was surprised that Tuchel left and agreed yeah. that it was a step up for Graham Potter. And yeah. it was coming into like a fucking, probably wouldn't, let's be honest, one of the worst jobs in football as the manager oh, at yeah. Chelsea because you have, you use too much toilet paper in the jacks and you might get sacked, you know? Yeah, yeah. So exactly. I don't think it was a case of where well, not us anyway, because we had that conversation yeah. in the podcast. You kept going, no, 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 no. And I was like, sure, yeah. you're not even listening. So, <laughs> but no, it was, you, you did you call it from, was it first game? It was we in drew. the Champions League, wasn't it? We drew, we drew. no, I, I think the first game was, was it? Um... I thought it was like Leipzig in the Champions League and it was like a one-all draw or something. We had a one-all draw. I can't remember who it was. I thought it was a Premier League team. I thought it was, I can't remember back then. It, it feels like fucking years ago. Um, but it was definitely a one-all draw, and I put a video up on TikTok, and that was mainly where I was getting the views, not from yourselves. You was kind of, you were kind of on the same page where, like, yeah, this is a big step from can he fucking do it? But everyone on everyone on TikTok was like, plastic fan, it's one game, it's like fuck off, back into your cave, and all this. Shit. I was just like, oh yeah, okay, we'll see in a couple of months. And like I said, lo and behold, I was right. Now look, that could have went either way. Potter could have fucking worked out. We had to give him another two or three years, but we'll never know because. He put us so far in. Oh yeah, they would have been gone. <laughs> uh, but he put us so far into the fucking shitter that we couldn't recover and we couldn't get out of it. Frank Lampard then risks, and people are laughing when I say this, but he genuinely risks his own reputation. Not that he had a very good one anyway, but he takes his own reputation and he tries to just help Chelsea out, in my opinion. No, don't no, say, he, does for, he does it for a he does it for a payday. He has not no, reputation. No, no, but he look. suffered at Chelsea. He had everything in the relegation zone. What reputation has he got by coming into Chelsea in tenth position, finishing twelfth? There was a very 
there was a very in his probably in his mind. How much did you get paid? I don't know how much you paid. It's not important. I'm not talking about money here, you know. Uh, we're not we're not that type of podcast. We don't talk about money. Uh, but, it used to be a betting podcast. Yeah, we used to. That's what we don't talk about anymore. But there was a very high likelihood in his mind, I'd imagine, that he was going to be able to turn things around at Chelsea because we were so bad. You would have thought that any manager coming in there would get that little bit of a manager's bounce, get a couple of results on the trot, maybe lift the spirits in the fucking dressing room. But it looked like the team was just so depleted, even on that first game. Now, I actually have to question some of his team selections because Joe Felix didn't play at all. Now, I don't know whether there was an issue with him and he knew he was going back to Atletico because he's now fucking gone and we're not keeping him. He's going back to Atletico. Um, So I don't know whether that was because he wasn't playing on the Lampard, which doesn't make sense because new manager coming in. But I heard Pochettino saying, oh, he's not part of the plans now. So what's what's that come from? I don't get it. He was probably our best player for a while. Um, and then, yeah, he just went to, went to the dogs. Who else, did he, who else did he pick? Well, he didn't pick Ruben Loftus-Cheek, but he did on the last game of the season. Seriously, if you're on the ball bingo, if you have Ruben Loftus-Cheek <laughs> on the bingo card... <laughs> the fucking last game he fucking started rooming off the cheek just to fucking piss me off and lo and behold we got a result but <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna end my review of Chelsea because it's, it was shocking and it, it makes me depressed talking about it it's the worst season I've had as a Chelsea fan and I've gone through a lot of unwanted seconds to say the least a lot of bad runs but nothing as long term as this thing, like usually Chelsea go on a, on a bad run, sack the manager, new managers in, little bit of a boost. We maybe fucking I think six was our last or was our worst finish for something like twelve or fifteen years or something, um, and we won the Champions League that year. So overall, shocking, shocking season. Delighted it's over. Absolutely buzzing that we have fucking Poch coming in because I think he'll really turn this team around. Uh, one or two signings are obviously required. I know that saying that when we've just spent 600 million, but we do need a striker badly. Um, we have Nkunku coming in, who has only returned from a fucking massive injury, and he's fucking on fire in the Bundesliga. Um, so it's good to see that he's back on the score sheets, he's setting up goals. Uh, I think he got fucking Leipzig's player of the season, if I'm not mistaken, even though he's been out for like three or four months. I also think they finished like nine or ten in the league. Yeah, that's I mean, yeah, 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 that's probably right. But anyway, uh, delighted to see him come in. We do still need one or two centre-halves. We need to get rid of... Uh, well, not get rid of him, maybe have him as backup, but Chalaba, he's not he's not up to the standard. Um, as for Laqueta, you can see his legs are going a bit now at this stage. He's 34, I think. Um, so we just need maybe a replacement. I know we have Reese James, but if you're going to play that three, you probably want Reese James in the wing-back. So another centre-half or two. Thiago Silva, 38 or 39 years of age. So a um, couple of more signings for Chelsea. Pochettino. Next season's going to be beautiful. It's going to be a thing of beauty. Guaranteed top four. Guaranteed. And I'm willing to bet any man on that. So if anybody's listening... You bet any man yes, last sir. year that they would finish top four. No, I They didn't. would win the Champions League. <laughs> but sure. I didn't know. I didn't know we were going to fucking sack Tuchel. That's not fair. Like, you could sack Poch in no, fucking no. August. Nah, we won't. Well, it's good to see Bowley has learned his lesson because he only brought him in on a two-year deal with an option of a third. So he's learned a lesson. 
Uh, Chelsea and isn't the, the fucking And the option club. is based on who wins the Super Bowl next year. It's fucking <laughs> yeah. stupid. But uh, that's, that's my overall analysis of Chelsea. Shocking season uh, has turned out well now because... Do you know what? Just a sacking of Potter raised my spirits and the appointment of Lampard. I know I didn't really want to. I wanted our, our full-term, long-term manager there, but we're after getting the man. I know he's going to be a success. There's no, there's no questions about it. Um, so next season's going to be unbelievable for Chelsea. Um, we'll move off. Do you have that and you don't want to say anything about Chelsea? I still can't believe they've spent 650 million quid on nobody. Let's be <laughs> real. No one knew who Badia Shield was no. fucking seven months ago. Great or... defender, though. Well... Is he? Yeah, I, I really like him. I, I honestly think he's our best defender after Silva. <laughs> okay, so there's nobody else. That's what. There's not, yeah, no, there's Aspilicueta, there's Shalaba, there's fucking. That's it. <laughs> no, I think he, I think he's good. I think he could be good. Sorry. Yeah. Um, it's just I can't believe like you have that much money. You could buy wow, six Jude Bellingham. <laughs> Yeah, or you can no. buy fucking McDonald's branches or something. I don't fucking know. It'll be more useful than what we fucking bought. But anyway, well, um, it has to get better. Can't uh, get worse. It might not, but I can. It might not, but it can't get fucking worse. Right, we'll move off Chelsea. Uh, Everton have stayed in the Prem. Sean, Sean Dodge has uh, done a magnificent job in keeping them up. Um, little bit, a little bit. Disappointed that the Everton fans invaded the pitch. You know, like, where's your standards? Why are you invading the pitch? Yeah, you have to. I can never understand, up. right? How do we celebrate so much for a team that we show all season and then the squeak staying up and it's like, yeah. we've won the league? Yeah. Like, it's it's, it's, it's it's poor. It's poor. I, I don't like it. I'm not a fan of the, of the pitch invasion when you've just fucking scraped it. Now, I know, like, yeah, it, it's massive for the club because going down is fucking quite. It's quite a big thing because you lose. You're gonna lose a lot of your players. There's gonna be a lot of fucking negative. But they're on the pitch. Them. They're on the pitch hugging players. I'm nearly sure there was yeah. a load of them took Yerry Mina out of his car about four months ago on the road and yeah. abused them. Yeah, that's <laughs> what's what going yeah. on. <laughs> All of a sudden, they love him. Um, but yeah, look, fair play to Everton. Um, they they held on. This I was actually watching the end of this game. It was ten minutes added on. Uh, and to be fair. Bournemouth had them a little bit under pressure towards the end, but they defended well. Um, I can't argue with 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 the way they defended and the setup uh, to hold a one 0 win. So, uh, and uh, to add on Everton for the season, um, I think they stayed up when they beat Brighton four 0 I think that was the game mm-hmm. that actually turned it for them. Bournemouth were never going to come out all guns blazing in the last game of the season. As much as you're sitting in the dressing room going, "We want to relegate these," there's nothing in there for you. So. Yeah. They were never going to fly out of traps. Everton survived a little bit of pressure, but they were always going to sit in late after getting the goal. I think I heard uh, Mark Galbridge say, right, that teams that stay up never stay up with like a scabby fucking goal. It's always a worldie. Yeah, That's yeah. Fucking, what better goal than oh, what goal, yeah. fucking Decora yeah. is volley. Like, yeah, it, was, uh, it was outrageous. So, yeah, things on. Um as I said, I think it was the, the Brighton win two weeks ago, 4-0 or whatever, that, that really yeah. put them into that power position over the other two. Yeah. And they were, the first, they were the first team to react with their manager as well. They said, this is yeah. not working with Frank. Got rid of him early and gave Deutsch enough time. Yeah, exactly. Unlike Leeds with 
fucking Sam Allardyce giving four games to stay up. Yeah, but they should have sacked fucking Ted Lasso a long time ago. <laughs> Ted Lasso, classic. Um, speaking of Ted Lasso, Leeds, Leeds, Leeds are fucking gone. I think this isn't good for the Leeds or the Leeds, the league. It's not uh, good for the Leeds. Not good for the Leeds. <laughs> uh, I think I I would have rather see Leeds in stay up now. To be fair, I don't think Everton, Leeds, and Leicester should have been the three that are in that position. They they should never be there. Like I was thinking, Forest because they went they signed so many players, but they didn't seem to play that well at times. Uh, I was thinking Bournemouth as well, but to be fair, they start pulling out results. And then Southampton, I was surprised even that they've gone down. But how can you even how can you even argue they've been dog shit? Um, but disappointed that Leeds have gone down because I think it takes a little bit of rivalry. Like they have, they have the likes of the, the United game, which I always think is a, is a special enough game to watch. Um, losing four one to Spurs. Now, to be fair, Spurs were trying to go for that European spot. Um, fair fucks to Villa because they they won and they kept it. Um, but yeah, it's just unfortunate that Spurs had something to play for and didn't really give Leeds a chance. Now look. Leeds had a one, wouldn't have made a difference anyway because everything won that game. So, um, yeah, what, what did you think of this one? Um, I was watching this one along with the the Everton game, and they they shoot themselves in the foot. They go one 0 down after three minutes. It's like, yeah, it's so stupid. You're in a position where you have to win the game. I know you have to go out on the front foot to win it, but they were carved, they were carved open, and they just. Pass was going astray in the final third. Some sitters missed in the first half. I know Robin Cock got in with a header from about seven yards down put the ball wide. He played 72 games for Leeds and he hasn't scored yet. And you can probably see why. It was just, it was, it, it showed their whole season pretty much. It just wasn't, wasn't good enough. And the crowd kind of gave up on them after about 20 minutes. It was and- the, the crowd was flying. And then as soon as Harry Kane put the ball in the net, it was like, this is fucking game over already. And Cock can't put the ball in because nobody likes Cock in behind. <laughs> I just, I was just trying to think. You tried to make a cock I joke. Tr- I tried to make a cock joke, yeah. Um, unfortunately, it wasn't good enough. So I'm going to need a stiff drink. <laughs> uh, sorry, comment in there from Brian Irwin. Uh, Cooper and O'Neill done amazing keeping both the sides up. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Gary, Gary O'Neill's coming in to take over that Bournemouth job. Yeah, with little to no experience, people thinking they need to get a full time manager in to keep them in the league. Yeah, show that like that caretaker manager can actually come in and do things. Yeah. They have the right mindset. Yeah, and that was that was a serious escape here. He had them safe probably what five six games ago. Yeah. Uh, sorry, missed one earlier from Brian as well. Uh, Garnacho, best young talent in le- in the league potentially. Now, if Big Paddy was on here, he'd be sucking your balls right now. But unfortunately, you're talking to non-Man United fans. So, last time one of the guys on the podcast said that somebody was going to win the Ballon d'Or, it turned out to be Mason Greenwood, and we all know what happened there. So. Can we also say that he's put this comment in, Garnacho, best young talent in the league, potentially, which means yeah. you don't even believe it yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's potential. There's potential for everything to happen. Like, so, yeah. Yeah, I don't, you don't believe it. I don't, I don't fully think you believe that as well. So, um, shall we move on from Leeds and Spurs? Yeah, Leeds are okay. Spurs are shy. 
Next one, Leicester and West Ham. Again, it was it was just a game that Leicester had to do their own job. They they got it done. Um, unfortunately, like I said, Everton Everton won, so nothing they could do. Uh, Leicester are very disappointing this season. I'm very surprised they've gone down, but it's almost as if it's almost as if they they just walk over at that time. Like the likes of Madison there, like these these are all like. Decent enough players. Look, Vardy, we know, is kind of coming towards the end at this stage. Uh, the legs are kind of gone. Uh, Madison is still looking for that big move, I'd imagine. I don't know whether he's going to get it. He's not going to get it. Um, like, there's a few other players there that are, that are decent that shouldn't really be going down to the fucking to the championship. But unfortunately, they've been shit all season. I think this is, this is three years in the making, though. We've yeah. heard... Like I remember doing the podcast like eighteen months ago, and Brendan Rodgers coming out and saying stuff about the owners because he needed investment in the club, and people were saying, "What you need investment in the club? You have all these names." And he turned out to be right. He needed yeah. investment in the club eighteen months ago. He didn't get it. You go into the summer and you lose your captain on a free transfer to Nice, yeah, because you won't pay him an extra forty or fifty grand a week to match the wages or put him yeah. on a new contract. You don't replace your goalkeeper. You just bring up the second choice goalkeeper and Benny Ward to try to fill in. Like it just, it was a shit show from start to finish. They tried in the, in January to, to try to add some strength and depth into the squad. I do think if they leave Brendan Rodgers in charge, he probably keeps them up for the skin yeah, of his I think teeth. So. And he walks, then he walks away in the summer. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not like you're bringing in Dean Smith, who's he's not notorious for keeping teams up. I think he yeah. went down with. Norwich, yeah. So, um, it was just. It, I think it was. They've been set up to fail eventually, and it was going to happen. I don't think anyone thought it was going to be this year, but they were on that sliding slope of lack of investment. Yeah. Um. Sorry, just bringing back in there again. Now it's early days, of course, but he looks good. Um. And then out. This is a out, good one. Out of go on, sorry, sorry, you saying something there. I was gonna say after a few drinks, I look good as well. But... Yeah, yeah, we we all look good. <laughs> <laughs> I turned from a six to a six and a half with a couple of points. Uh, out of the three relegated, who do you think is best suited to go back up? Um, good question. I think I think Leeds are probably in the best position to bounce back. I just um, think his name, yeah. I think they not in a position where. They're going to lose the core of that team. They'll lose. Obviously, Weston McKinney is gone already because yeah. that was part of his his, his loan. Yeah. Tyler Adams will probably move on. Um, I think Bamford has been too poor this season to get a move. So the yeah, dogs of Bamford saves, yeah. not those saves. They might lose Sinistera and yeah. Rodrigo players like that. But I think they have enough to compete again in the championship. Yeah. And I think the really important thing is who do they bring in as a manager, right, and what. Kind of do they do like what Bernie does and just bounce back with like Vincent Company in charge and just trying to consolidate the team that he has? Um, yeah. Or do they go with someone with a little bit more experience who's who's gone free? I don't know, but I think they're in the best position to. If to we're, if back we're up. talking the three teams that have gone down, do you reckon they all make the playoffs at least? Or do you reckon there no. may be a struggle? Who do you reckon misses no. out? Southampton will be a mid-table team, I think. Yeah. And 
Leicester could scrape back in. But again, I think Leicester are in the worst position because you've met, I think James Madison still gets a move. I think he still goes to a top eight club. Um, Harvey Barnes moves on. Jewsbury Hall moves on. Um, these like Sayanoglu moves on. Like these players are are gone. They're the, the core of yeah. the team. Um, and Southampton lose Ward Prowse. They lose Catchabella. Yeah. They lose those kind of players in there yeah. as well. So and um, probably Armstrong as well up top. So I think Leeds will keep most of them to to, to spring back. So I'd do it to the table. I would say. Fair enough, yeah. Um, I, I, I do agree with you. I think probably Leeds, I think you're spot on with Leeds. I don't think they'll lose the core of their team. Um, the others, again, there's probably going to be a few a few leaving. I don't know whether anybody would have that type of thing wrote into their contract just because... To see the likes of Ward Prowse might have something in there where he can get a move. What you'll find is that, and I was only reading it today, that a lot of the Leicester players do because they were not... Right. It's teams that aren't expected to get relegated usually have that written into their clause. I'm sure yeah, Southampton yeah. and Leeds are probably saying they might be battling around there a couple of years ago. Yeah. But I know probably Jewsbury Hall has one in there to say that he can go or the other way around being that if they were to get relegated, he would have to take a pay call. Yeah, fair. Um, right, on to... So that was Leicester and West Ham. So we're going to move on to the next one which is Man United and Fulham. Look, we're not, we're not spending long on this because Big Paddy's not here and we don't care about United. We hate them, in fact. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything to add in this game? Uh, embarrassing that the United players were celebrating with David De Gea for yeah. uh, most clean sheets. It's yeah. been his worst season <laughs> in the league. It was... The fact that they conceded so few goals is great, but it definitely wasn't him. Um and yeah, I agree with Roy Keane that he still wouldn't have him there next season, and I don't think they should have him there next season. The United fans turned on him so hard during the season. Like there was that one, there was one game where I think was it Europa or something like that, and they just fucking bang gone. Was the, the Sevilla him. game. Sevilla, not, yeah, Sevilla, yeah. Is that four for all three goals when Sevilla? And came they back? just fucking turned on him like that. And look, I I don't know. I don't know. I, I tend to when my if I'm a Chelsea fan and I believe that the player is giving it their all and if he's making mistakes, he's making mistakes. But if he's giving his all, he has passion about the club. Now don't say room love the sheik. I you can fuck off if you're gonna bring him. I wasn't I wasn't going to, but like you could go yeah. out and fucking give it your all for Chelsea. You're gonna make mistakes. Doesn't mean you should get a game. No, but I don't mean that, but I wouldn't turn on him. Like look at like and Chelsea fans are very good at this. Look at the likes of Fernando Torres. Who really struggled, didn't score for ages. Chelsea fans loved him. They they did love him. And it wasn't because of that goal against Barca. They did love him and they really had his back and they were delighted when he scored that first goal. It was against West Ham in the piss and the rain. Um shocking goal, but anyway. Uh Chelsea fans have a habit of doing that where they stick behind players. But as soon as Kepa Aris Balaga, they fucking hammered him. No, Edward, Edward Mendy came in, he was the best thing since sliced bread, and he fucking started slating him because he couldn't no. kill the ball. No, but hang they... on a minute. No, the, 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 the thing with him was that was only after that Sarri incident where they thought he was being 
Italia is trying to manage the game. He wasn't. He he had a cramp, and he was telling them that he was. He just all started right. slating Mudrick there a second ago, and you said he was no. the best thing ever a fucking yeah. two months ago. Listen, I am saying that Mudrick is going to be unbelievable next season, and 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 you can clip it, you can put it on fucking, you can put it on YouTube. It's already on YouTube, but you can put it anywhere. You can put it on Pornhub, and everybody will see it. But Mudrick is going to be unbelievable next season, and you can mark me words on this one. Screenshot. Get get your screen fucking recorders ready. Mudrick is gonna be class next season, and they there have said it. Um, but I've never seen a, a, a I've never seen this, especially United fans really turn on a player that quick. So they turned on De Gea very quickly, which I was a little bit surprised about, but at the same time, not really. Um, looking at this, I saw they they conceded nine goals at home all season, right? The second yeah. lowest in Premier League history behind. Chelsea and the Mourinho where they just won games 1-0 yeah. um, but they have That's had a check ago so that was best, like different best time in life David De Gea for those nine goals at home was directly at fault for four of them <laughs> 50, <laughs> nearly 50% of the goals he conceded um, at home was his yeah, fault it's not great um, so the ownership changing hands at Manchester United are you as a Liverpool fan fearful that they get these Saudi owners they come in, they throw the book at it, and they sign fucking everyone they're, under the sun. Car owners, you're racist. What did I say? Saudi. Same thing. Uh, <laughs> no, sorry. These uh, <laughs> these owners from somewhere else, different parts guitar. of the world, with a lot of money. They love playing the guitar. Um, but are you <laughs> are you are you fearful that they might? potentially turn Manchester United into like a Manchester City? Um, I think most clubs are going to go that way, right? That's where it that has to be, don't they? There's too many of them like so, that. The ones that are going to be left behind are the ones that are owned by Americans, unfortunately, which is both of us. So I think that's the way it's going to go. Um, there's no point sitting there being fearful of will they get a big cash injection and will they just start buying players, yes. The only hope is that the person in charge won't pick the right players and they'll spend six hundred and fifty million on absolute garbage. Um on seven year contracts. Yeah, so yeah, it's there's no point worrying about it because if it's it's gonna happen, it probably will happen, you know. So yeah. the thing we can hope is that we do put some kind of guardrails in place with like financial fair play. I do think clubs still should make money. In order yeah. to do what they're doing, yeah. Um, otherwise, it is literally money laundering. That's kind of illegal. So, well, oh, dog's gonna go ape shit <laughs> here now. Oh, shut up. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I can't even talk about there now. Shut that put me off there. You know, it's new owners. Yeah, loads of money. Loads of money. No, I don't remember. I had some good there. You don't. Stupid dog. <laughs> um, but yeah, now look, someone up in United season overachieved. Do you reckon, or do you reckon, kind of hit expectations? I'd say hit expectations. Right, you, they they dropped some serious coin again in the summer. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like Casemiro was a free transfer. Um, exactly. Yeah. So like they 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 dropped they dropped some coin. I think they'd be happy with where they finish, especially getting the third spot. Um, but like you go back to, to the Paddy two games ago, they were three points ahead of Liverpool who had the worst season yeah. in the last like, eight years. 
So I'm still be happy with top four, and I'm sure that was the aim at the start of the season. And they wanted a final, and they've already won a cup in fairness. So yeah, I'd say successful overall, but they need to kick on next season and, and do the same again and challenge. I think the bar was set so low from previous managers that anything like that type of season just looks unbelievable. Like they're comparing Ten Hag to like Fergie. Like, let's calm down a bit, all right? You finished third. You won a little a little curling cup, you know, a, a little a little curling cup. Woo! Uh calm down. Right? You, you just could potentially win the FA Cup. I don't think so, but I'll hold that thought for later. Um so you know. Again, you've got one of the best defensive midfielders in the world in your team. Um, you've got one of the best centre halves in the world in Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire, <laughs> <laughs> I do <knew> it. <laughs> <laughs> got it. You uh, like you've got all these great talents like Sancho, who you spent a fortune on. You've got fucking Garnacha, who's as Brian said earlier, uh, potentially one of the best young talents in the league. Um, Big Paddy will hundred percent fucking back you up on that one. Uh, you've got Rashford there, who has unbelievable talent. You've got Martial, who's the laziest cunt in the world, but nobody can seem to get at any of them. Um, so you've got all these top-quality players, Bruno Fernandes. Uh, you've got all these top-quality players. Uh, you signed Ericsson for free. You just have done well, but let's just calm down a bit, you know? That's just a bit of a reality check. I think you are about four points better than you were last season. They also spent 90 million on Anthony. We all forget this as well. What's the story? Anthony! Anthony is also another one. And let's just say, right? Anthony's shy. I don't care. I'm, I'm throwing it out there. Anthony's shy. People aren't going to like that. He's shy. Fuck people. Fuck people. Um, I, 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 and I want, and this again goes out to anybody, I will bet you 100 euro. Now, my 100 euro is a bit much. Um, 20 euro that. Modric has a better season than Anthony next year. In in like goals assists, is that I'm gonna going assist. on? yeah, I'm gonna, and yeah, goals and assists, yeah. No, because I wanted to get this very clear because hundred percent, I will be claiming twenty quid back at the end well, of next season if you, you, you want to take the so, bet. So goal contributions, we're saying, yep, goals and assists added together. Goals and assists, back. yeah, and let's and let's let's include man of the match performances as well, which we can do. Yeah, it's a, it's a stat on um, fancy football, I believe. Does that count as one or what? We'll, we'll cover the semantics afterwards. Yeah, yeah, The foundation has been laid. All we need to do is get a few blocks and work on. Um, anything else to add on Man United before we move on? Nah, I presume we're going to talk about the cup final anyway. So Yeah, exactly. Uh, on to the next one, Connor. And just, just tell me what the fuck... Happened here. Uh, I couldn't tell. I didn't, I didn't watch the game, so I couldn't tell. You. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching Everton and uh, the Leeds game. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not a strong team they put out, <laughs> so I'm gonna say that. But again, it's like they were top yeah, four no, was gone. They were finishing no. in fifth. Yeah, yeah. Like. I know I was playing game. football this season, the last game of the season, he mixed everything up and we played late in match three and we did fucking all sorts. Controversial so, like, in Ireland. <laughs> very controversial. <laughs> the Protestant team. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what happened to a team they looked, they went four two down and they did drew to do far all. can I can I get your I suppose I'm gonna jump on to your overall review of Liverpool this season. How do you think the season has gone? Um are you happy with any 
players have any players shocked you have any players surprised you have any players disappointed you and Klopp's overall performance I mean I think I hit nail on the head at the start of the season I said second if they invest at the same level as City and if they don't invest at the same level as City and those other top teams I don't see them struggling mm-hmm. and that's kind of what happened I think they didn't invest to the same level and they struggled yeah. Um. Obviously, hit for six as well. With like losing Luis Diaz, Thiago Jota Massive for rise. like four or five month spells, not just short term. Yeah. Um, lost Canate for three months, like those kind of things. But didn't invest. Suffered the consequence. Need to learn the lesson in the summer. I think is is ultimately what it is. Um, players who impressed me. I think Allison is probably one of the best goalkeepers in the league this season. Um, yeah. Highest number of saves, highest number of saves per game, highest percentage of saves from one-on-ones, most assists. He's like covering the gambit with regards to goalkeeping. He came second for clean sheets behind David De Gea. Um, and I know who I'd rather in my team out of those two. <laughs> um, Kepa. Uh, really impressed. Yeah, Kepa, yeah. <laughs> Edward Mendy. Um, he impressed me. I was impressed with um, Cody Gakpo since he's been signed. Yeah. Um, and I know you went through hot and cold spells, but Mo Salah still finished the season with over 20 goals, um, yeah. 14 or 15 assists. Um, yeah. So, like, he, he, as much as Liverpool struggled, he still put in a shift in the performance, even though he struggled around the World Cup just before and just after it. So, um, yeah. Still, still impressive. Uh, really disappointed with Fabinho. Disappointed with obviously Van Dijk in regards to the performances we've seen. Yeah. Disappointed early. Well, for the first say three quarters of the season with Alexander Arnold. However, I think moving him into like that floating midfield yeah. position works. Yeah. Um. Disappointed with Darwin Nunes. Very disappointed. Oh, I was going to get more out of him. Um, yeah. Did have. Not a bad first season, but the amount of chances that he just created is just yeah. If he if he can up that percentage that he converts, he's he's dangerous and he's yeah. lethal. Um, and then I would say disappointed with Andy Robertson. Yeah, um, just looked looked shaky. Looked like he was going to get beaten by anyone who ran at him. Um, so yeah, definitely some some investment needed during the summer. Klopp's overall performance in terms of how you think he managed the team this season. I know we, I know you kind of touched on the injuries and stuff. There was a lot of kind of things to deal with. But do you think he done the best he could do? Or do you think maybe he should have done something else or something maybe a bit sooner with the likes of the, the Trent move? Um, what do you think? I think that was one of the things I would have liked to see seen earlier. Now I know he was hamstringed as well by that by not having kind of three centre backs yeah. fit and available, which maybe pushed it back. And um, but I would have liked to see that after the World Cup, maybe that shift of letting him play both roles as like a right wing back and also a, a holding midfielder. Yeah. Um, other than that, and like he's obviously he's been very vocal about the fact that he didn't get the support from the transfer yeah. market that he wanted. Um, in pissing him on is still disappointing to see, but like that's never going to change. Um, you yeah. just see you see more of it when you get beaten because he wants to win. Um, but from a management point of view, there's nothing really else 
Oh, the big one I would have changed was your man releasing that fucking book at the start of the season. Oh, fucking Egypt, yeah. Fucking Pep Fuck. Linder is releasing the fucking the book. Like a fucking moron. What a coward. Uh, so that's not club, but like that didn't. Yeah. yeah. You're ever been beaten. Doesn't help. Four times in five games. And he yeah. was like, how to play like Liverpool. And you're like, what the fuck? But other than that, now, happy enough with that. And again, just wanted to get things sorted. Finalised for the summer, um, do business early, do business quickly, um, and not have to you know what teams do. Like, oh, we'll see how the first two games go. Yeah, um, at the, end of the season you get beaten the first two games. You're like, oh Panic. shit, Panic Andy Carroll's Andy Carroll's available. That's yeah, <laughs> getting Peter Crouch out of return. Uh, yeah. Touching on kind of this summer, and and I know we will probably kind of touch on it at some other stage, but expectations for next season. Um, I think they need to match everyone else. So they need to have 200, 250 million yeah. investment in the team. Um, Alexi McAllister, and that is what well, it looks like it's finalized. Yeah, I'm cool. all over that. I think he's a he's a, a better version of Jordan Anderson. He kind of does a little bit of everything. Um, <laughs> I you were gonna say a better more. version of Jonathan Marley. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what you were going to say. No, Jordan Henderson. Okay. Um, he, he's a, like a jack of all trades, but he's like a higher work rate. Yeah. Um, I would love to see them go in and buy like a Holden player as well, like a Casillo um, yeah. type of player as well. Just go to the Brighton shop, basically. And yeah, buy, yeah, yeah. Just head to Brighton. Um, S. Butenan, the left full, buy the two yeah. midfielders, maybe buy Evan Ferguson, and then yeah. see if he can get your man, the goalkeeper, Sanchez, on a free or something, then yeah. buy four, get one free. Um, now, I'd, I'd like to see them bringing in him, and then I still think there's a position for a number nine. There's still a striker position there. So if they try to match United and Chelsea in number nine, Marco with Ossiman or Kane or somebody like that, I'd like to see them at least go and see. Um, yeah. Or Dusan uh, Vlahovic or something. Um, but I still think there's a position there for an out and out goal scorer. Yeah, all right. Um, so that's that's your final your final observations on on Liverpool for the season. Um, we will move on to that's that's the last game. That's the last game for the review for this season. Congratulations, Connor. We made it. <laughs> we made it. We made it through all the reviews. Um, right, we're gonna jump on to the fancy football. Right, I'm going to pull up this uh, screen. Anyone that is listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can go over to our YouTube and you can see what we're talking about. Um, we had some problem with getting onto Facebook for some reason, but I don't really know. Fuck you, Zuckerberg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Connor, you need a beer. You can go and get your beer while I ramble through me, uh, me team there. Um <laughs> so 38 points I got for the last season for the last week of the season even uh, 40 points was the average uh, I took I made two transfers and I took a 4 point hit did it pay off let's have a look uh, I had Alisson a goal Nipois didn't even play uh, Trippier Nipois scored an own goal Kilman Nipois conceded 4 goals 
Uh, ben White got me six. Clean sheet. Nice one. Uh, Salah got me five with an assist. Uh, Eze got me two. Shy. Odegaard got me three. This was the gamble and the extra hit that I took was a Wobi. And I tell you what, I won't be doing that again. <laughs> Connor, please tell me your hair down. Please just tell me your hair down. Um, then I have Wilson up top. Uh, Haaland didn't play. Nipois. And then I had Ollie Watkins as captain, who I brought in last week, and I took a four-point hit from him. And for the last two weeks, he scored some serious goals. So, happy out. Uh, Ollie Benz. Hey, you that again? Yeah, you heard it. You heard it. It's quality, isn't it? That was a quality. No. Uh, Ward, uh, Joe Linton injured. Dunk, 0-0. Zero, zero. Shocking last week, to be honest with you. Um, we'll run through. Oh, well, I'm going to have to reveal it here for anybody watching, so I might as well reveal it to everybody. The Beyond the Ball League with myself, just the three of us. Who was one of? What are we seeing it there? So I can go. Me, oh, congratulations to me! Sixty points. I'm gonna blame him in that. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. We'll save you for last. We'll go through Paddy Sam real quick, considering he was second. Uh, a measly thirty-two points this week. Uh, forty average. So he had Ederson goal for three points. He'd white with a clean sheet. A uh, Trippier who again scored an own goal, so got zero. He had Shar. He had Ben Me. He had Salah Garnacho, who he's brought in for the last two weeks and's got a total of two points. I think of him. Uh, Rashford captain Luis Diaz Isaac and Martial all one two and one um, Haaland didn't play uh, Martinelli was there didn't get on Armitage on the bench shite uh, on to the next team which is yourself Connor if you want to walk us through it this is the week I married oh yeah um, Nick Pope for zero <laughs> 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 ben Mee, where the fuck did the points come from? Ben Mee got me six. Oh, yeah, uh, Bueno, zero. Uh, Dan Brown with one. The Silva, one. Trossard, nine. Yeah. Rashford, two. De Bruyne, zero. Harry, Harry Kane. Harry Kane. 32 yeah. points. Boyaka Shah. Uh, and Ollie Watkins got me uh, nine. And I've got, no- I've got nothing left on the bench. Um, I've got nothing left. <laughs> Not bad, considering I never use my triple captain. I never use my bench bench boost. I never yeah. use my wild card. Not my wild card. What's the other one? And free hit. Uh, free hit. I'm gonna have to call you out because you promised me at the start of this season you would change know, that every week. You promised me. I, you would have, yeah, but you realised then that I had Mason Greenwood, Benjamin <laughs> Mendy, and Yoakam <laughs> Salah with me team up until March. Yeah. Well, look. Uh, I'll forgive you this time. Um, I'm, giving, I'm not doing it next season because I'm, I'm just oh, not yeah. putting money on it. Well, look, I won the lads. Uh, the lads I just gave away 50 quid this week for no reason. Like, <laughs> I might as well just send it at the start of the season. The 50 quid is supposed to be an incentive to keep doing your team, but you just say, nah, fuck, I'm willing to just give 50 or to shut everyone up. That's what you're doing. No, I, said the, I said at the start I didn't want to do it. Oh, well, and I'd be forced to, did he? Peer pressure. Yeah. <laughs> Right, uh, we're gonna have a look at the league. Let's see who's who's won the league, not winning, won it. Drum roll, can you give me a good drum roll? Connor Ennis, Hiya! a very fitting team to win it, to be fair. Um, oh, Francis was only four points off. Francis was four points and finished in second. Uh, 2558 was the winning score by Connor. 
and Francis had two five five four. So Can we just say that Francis came from eleven to four weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, to get him the second place. Yeah, he flew up. Um, Tony Tam came up to third and finished third. Obviously, as I just said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Colin Davis is up to fourth, representing all the Collins in the world. Fair play to him. Uh, with Eric Ten Slags. Uh, Adam Doyle down to fifth. Colly Lamb, who was leading for ages and fell off, uh, finished in sixth. Uh, Shane Bork in seventh. Ushane Kane, again, who was leading for probably fucking 60 or 70% of the season, uh, finished in eighth. Sean McDermott in ninth. And Dan Fletcher in tenth. Connor, we're going to have a look at last place because... I saw I went up, so I didn't finish oh. last. Oh, Nathan Dooley with 1406. Now, if I remember correctly, Nathan may have joined the league late. May have. Otherwise, he's extremely shit. I'm on the last page. I just saw myself. Are you? Yeah. Where are you? 105 or something. They are uh, 108. You finished 108. Out finished behind Darren Morris. Oh, Jesus. 139. Uh, and if it's not Nathan Dooley, it's Patrick Kane. It's Dan Iconi. Um, Sean Stack, Nadia Pell, Thomas Needham, and Derek Fallon. So there we go. That is the the wrapping up of the fantasy football for the season. Um, fair play to you, Connor. Connor, I haven't got any little graphic or anything done up, but we're gonna jump on to the teams of the season. Um, let me see if I can. Let me see if I can get something up here. Let me get something. Up here. This crypto uh, corner. There we go. It's not there anymore. It's not there. I'm uh, let's just go with this one here. I mean, it's air breaking news. We're we're breaking the news. Um, so Connor, I I we we had a little chat about this before we came on. I put to you that I was going for an unconventional, which you would not have usually said four four two. Um, can you can you give us your team? Yes, I can. I've also gone. I've, I've matched you just so it's yeah. comparable, and I've gone four four two. Should we do position by position, or like do our? I'll do my goalkeeper. You do your goalkeeper. I'll do my back four. You do your back four. Can yeah, you can do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you okay. can do. Um, or do you want to start with who's the who's your manager? Uh, my manager, and I was, I was, it was a little bit of a toss up in this one because um, Frank Lampard. Was definitely one I considered, <laughs> but I realised I wasn't trying to get this team relegated. So it was a toss up between Eddie Howe and Pep. Um, but I, I, I would love to choose Howe, but I don't think I can because Pep is potentially going to win a treble. So I'm going to have to go with Pep. You sound like fucking Brian now, best player potentially. <laughs> no, I've gone, gone with Pep. I've gone with Pep. I've I'm gone with Pep. Um, he's he's yeah. the best. He's the best manager in the world, I think, in my opinion. Have you gone? I've uh, I, I've mixed it up. I've not oh, Pep. oh. I've also not gone any hell. Oh, Par. Don't say Arteta, please. Don't say Arteta. I'm not going with Arteta. Oh, thank God. it's not you. I've gone with Roberto De Serbi. Oh, 
very nice. He's taken Brighton to the first time ever in their history to Europe on a shoestring budget. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I respect that decision. That's and actually... it was a, it was a poison chalice. There was no one could, no one could fill in from Graham Potter after Graham Potter left right. Yep. No one could do it. And he was in charge pretty much the whole season. They were seventeenth or eighteenth when Potter left, and yeah, they're in Europe. Yeah, fair play. Yeah, no, that's that's a that's an honourable show. I don't uh, disagree with that at all. Uh, who have you gone at right back? Just goalkeeper doesn't exist to you. Oh, goalkeeper phobic. Fuck goalkeepers. Uh, goalkeeper. Sorry. <laughs> um, toss up for me between Nick Pope and Allison. Yeah. I've gone Allison just on the sheer amount of work that you had to do this season. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I do agree with that one. Um, I've also gone Allison because I think we said it earlier. Um, second behind fucking Dave saves and clean sheets and uh all them fucking good stats, yeah, it was hard to look past Alisson. So and a lot, a lot more busy than Dave Saves. Yeah, exactly. real here. He had a lot and a lot less more. mistakes as well, I would say. And a lot less mistakes. He had a yeah. couple, but the, you have a couple, if you make that many saves, you're allowed a couple of mistakes to, yeah. to come back. Right, so you've gone to your keeper first, so I'll go on my right back first, right? So my right back, and you've probably, I think you've probably gone the same, Kieran Trippier. It's yeah, it's hard be. not to when you see the effect he had on that team and the amount of assists. What a re- what a revival! Unbelievable. Fucked out, fucked out with Spurs. Went yeah. to Atletico Madrid. Didn't really play, and then came okay. back into okay Atletico. He came back into a team that was whatever 15, 16 last season when Hale yeah. brought him in, and now he's leading a Champions League squad. Yeah, yeah, it's impressive. Um, left back. Um, S. Putan. I've done the same. I've done the same because that's what you asked me to do. I seem not to say his name. Yeah, well, well <laughs> no, I was going to say his name. Yeah, Escobar. I actually meant Zinchenko. Now, what did you? Who did you have? Now I had Pablo Escobar. Right, so I'll go with one of my my centre halves, and I think I think I think we have the two same centre halves here. I don't think we do, because I, 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 I'm trying to mix it up a little bit, but also have someone who's really good, have a really good team. Uh, I've gone with Sven Botman. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've gone with him. I, I just think they've they've conceded, what, 33 goals this season. I think it's joint with City. So, I mean, he's, he's played pretty much every minute of every game. So I can't argue with him. He's, he's played very well as well. So... Sven Botman gets gets the nod for me. Who's your uh um I was so like obviously like Ruben Diaz, right? Led from the back yeah. for C. Yeah. However, someone who has been revitalized this year, not necessarily played in at centre half, but has played centre half, centre midfield, deep line midfield, but put my centre half, John Stones. What John a fucking Stones, season that kid has yeah. had. Yeah, class. Yeah, I, I, massive fan of John Stones and when he was playing with Everton, wasn't it? I was saying I'd love him at Chelsea. And even if there was even talk about, I think the, the was it the first or second season, he didn't have a great time at City. And I was Everyone's like, Chelsea, in talk with Chelsea. I was like, snap him up, please. Um, so give us your second centre half then. This fucker came out of nowhere this year. 
Who is Saliba. it? Uh, yeah, I've got Saliba as well because... Outstanding. Yeah, very, very good. Um, very surprising as well. Like, he was one of the surprises. There's no, there's no coincidence Arsenal fell off a cliff when he got injured. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, now I I could have put Diaz in there beside Batman, but again, yeah. I just wanted to I wanted to mix it up a little bit. Maybe not mix it up. I'd say a lot of people actually probably would have had him. Um, so yeah, I've gone with I've gone with Saliba. Where do we go next? Do we go right right wing? We work right to left. Yeah. Um, this one for me, there's a couple of people that could have gone in there. Um, Mo Salah. There's one of them that could have went in. But I haven't put them in. Um, I've gone with Martinelli out left. We're doing right now. No, but I want to because I want to but I want to I want to have my wingers playing both sides. And I've seen them playing oh wait, we're doing right. That's what I just said we're working right. Sorry, sorry. sorry. All right, no, no, we're going to leave it. No, we're going left no, wing first. We're going left wing first. Yeah, uh, we're going left wing. Yeah, yeah, we're going you left wing. Sorry, Sorry, right, yeah, yeah. Sorry, right, right, left wing. Sorry. Uh, yeah, who's your left winger? Um, so this is what I was saying. I was like, I've got two right side wingers, so I'm just, I've picked two right, two right side yeah. wingers, yeah, and yeah, I'll yeah. play one on the left. You're the manager. You can do what you want. Yeah, fuck them. And yeah. for because I think you probably have this fellow on the right. I'm going to go with the other one. Okay. So you said you don't have him. I've got Mo Salah. Yeah, I've got Mo Salah. Um, obviously, would play on the right usually, but he's left footed, so I like him to get down the wing, maybe a little bit more cross as opposed to cutting in. Um, but yeah, just so many goals, so many assists, and it's not like he was scoring penalties because he kept fucking missing the penalties. Yeah, exactly. He yeah, scored yeah. from open play. Sorry, <laughs> he wasn't doing. Um, yeah. Well, you're gonna have to give us your your right winger now because it's your your turn to turn to go first to throw the dice. There we go. Um. Difficult to leave him out, really, isn't it? Starboy, Scotty, Bakayo Saka. Yeah, and and this this was the problem that I have. That it's a toss up between these two for me, um, on who gets in, and just because I don't think maybe there was a longer period where Salah went a little bit more unnoticed than Saka did. Saka seemed to be always assisting and scoring but he done it throughout the whole season maybe yeah. the last couple of weeks kind of little fell off a little bit but i'm gonna have to just put sack in there um for most Salah, i just think he disappeared a little bit too much for my liking to be up ahead of saka so i'm gonna put sack in there at right um center mids then two center mids center mids i'm gonna i'm gonna shoot the shit right here i'm gonna throw a name out and I don't think it's one you're going to disagree with, Kevin De Bruyne. So I've gone. I literally flipped the coin when I was doing this earlier on. Oh. And Kevin De Bruyne was one side of that coin. And who was the other? Rodri. Now, who won? Because for me, the other midfielder, there's no doubts about it. Okay. I've gone Kevin, Kevin De Bruyne has won, but it was so close between. Like, Rodri was... You talk about, like, Pep. Rodri was Sergio Busquets this season. Yeah. Yeah, he it was. It looked like he did nothing all season. And you look back and you go, 
Holy shit, he broke yeah. up so much play. Yeah, he's um, a very good player. Very underrated. Like I think maybe towards the end of the season, start getting a little bit more credit than, than he... Well, not more credit than he deserved, but he got more credit because he wasn't getting a he, lot. He of, also scored a world in the FA Cup semi-final, which kind of yeah. helped him, I think. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, definitely. So, yeah, well, yeah. now it's your... It's, you're going to give me your second one because... I'm just oh, I, don't think I don't think there's any doubts about this. It's Martin Odegaard. He's yeah. come from. He was he sold to Real Madrid at sixteen, and he was one that kid. Shiha did nothing for those two years, and has just emerged. He's captain of Arsenal, who put on a pretty decent title charge out of yeah. nowhere, and assisting galore, and then bottled it. Um, assisting galore. He's twenty-two. Like, yeah. What? A, it's, not, it's not his first season in the league, but it's just definitely a standout, and it's the one that he's going to build off of. I've saved for the rest of his career. So yeah, right now we're So you you had a coin flip between uh, the Brian and Rodri. I'm quite a defensive-minded manager. So I oh, also Ruben lost his cheek. <laughs> Ruby, <laughs> a Ruby, 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 Ruby. Um, so. Yeah, like I, I, I'm, I was in a toss up between them two as well because I was thinking to myself, if I'm that manager, what do I want? Do I want another player attacking with Kevin De Bruyne, or do I want an anchor in midfield that's going to hold there and going to break up play, sitting in front of a four? Tell you what you don't want. I've got Salah, Odegaard, De Bruyne, and Saka. I don't think anyone's defending. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I was coming in, and I was putting me me kind of tactical thinking here on tactical thinking here on. Let's say the word. <laughs> well, roll the, So I put me here on, and I landed on Rodri because because I, mean, I, just, I just think that I've got Kevin De Bruyne, and I know that like I know we're picking a team of the season, but I'm also thinking to myself if I'm to manage this team. What do I do? Um, also, but we're going to say, but the manager's team, I'm not picking 4 4 2. So. Oh, no, either am I. Either am I. But look, yeah. I was just trying to make it. Jan Molding in midfield. That's yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I've, I've, I've gone with Rodri. And I just, I, just think, I just think we need an anchor in this team who's going to sit there, break up play. And we've got a lot going forward. So, um, yeah, I've gone with Rodri. Um, Honorable I, mention as well to the likes of Alexi McAllister and yeah, because he's a sign. Even man. even Ruben Neves, um, uh, Enzo Fernandez, Declan Royce, oh. um, Declan Royce as well. Thought had a particularly good season. Yeah, he's kind Enzo. of trying to stepping into that. Enzo Fernandez has been there since what February, basically. He's been deadly. He's been very good. He's watching next season. He has. Stop. Uh, Declan yeah. Royce as well. I stepped into it. Looks like yeah. he's played his last game for West Ham, but stepped yeah. up. Um, on to the two strikers. I mean, do we do we need to dig around on this one? Uh, I really don't think so. Kevin Nunez and Evan Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> Honorable mount, uh, mention to Ferguson, well, though. Because... I think uh, if you're, if you're going to do that, you're going to have to say Jesus as well, and you're probably as much Ollie as I Watkins. hate it. Ollie Watkins, you've probably got to put Marcus Rashford in there as well, as yeah. like an honourable mention when he played up top. Um, Ivan Tony. 
You they had money to... on him being on the team of the season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't think I can look past Kane, Kane and Haaland. Yeah, yeah, two. two no. So that's our 4-4-2 four, four, teams. Um, very, very similar. I don't think there's a lot of... Like, there's, there's the odd one or two players that people could mix up there and, and, and throw in the mix, but um, the majority of the core of that team is probably probably going to stay as it is. Um, right, we're going to move on to the predictions. Right, Connor, we're going to wrap up our podcast this week with two score predictions the two cup finals that remain, uh, first one we're going to be looking at is Manchester United and Manchester City in the FA Cup final. How do you see this one going? Um, that's it. That's how I see it going. Just a big fucking sigh. Um, I think it's going to be really tight. I think it's going to be nervy. Um, I think City, as much as they won't want it they'll have an eye on the Champions League final yeah. um, I think I still think that's where they're that's where everyone loyal is winning the Champions League so I still have an eye on that final this, this is City or this is United's last hurrah so they'll go out fighting it's an extra time win for me yeah and I think I think City just pulled through yeah. 2-1 extra time who scores that winner Jack Grealish. Oh, I'd love it. I'd love it. Um, yeah, look, I honestly think there's so much more at stake for United as a club with this 100%. game. To to stop Manchester United or Manchester City winning that, potentially winning that treble is a massive thing. It's the only thing that they cling on to so hard. No team in their eyes is comparable to that treble winning team. Hard to argue because, look, they've they done the job. They got the treble. But if Manchester City can do this, they then become on that same level. And people can then start comparing these two teams. And in my opinion, if you get to that, I think City win. And I think Manchester United are going to suffer so much. Their egos are going to be so badly damaged from a loss in this cup final. And I will... Probably say you'll never see as many Manchester United fans turning into Inter Milan fans at the end of the season if they lose this game. But I honestly think that United are just going to want this so much. But I think they're going to shit the bed. And I think Manchester City are going to dominate the game. Uh, and I think they're going to win comfortably. And I think it's going to be 3-0. Yeah, I think it's I think it's going to be I think it's going to be comfortable for them. Um, Go score. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm I'm looking at Gone Doggan. I think I think I think Gone Doggan is is gone score. <laughs> Get it? Number of corners. Uh, over a over throwing six. In for him. Throwing in the first minute. Yeah, and if you if you don't <laughs> hit it out, you sprint after try to get it out. <laughs> Classic <laughs> Latis. Uh yeah, so I'm gonna go 3-0. I'm gonna say Gone Doggan is gonna score. Uh look, the, the the finale of the of the season to wrap it all up, Manchester City versus Inter Milan. Connor, we all know that Manchester City are probably big massive favourites in this, but should we not be overlooking Inter Milan and 
what they've achieved. We know talent-wise, and you're looking at it on paper, it looks like a Manchester City win, but do we need to be careful about that? And do Manchester City need to be? I mean, it's a one-off game, so they need to be careful about it regardless, but they're massive favourites for a reason because they are the better side and they are the better squad. They've got the better start at 11. It's it's all in their hands. I don't know if that plays into their favour or not. They were favourites against Chelsea. They played Chelsea in the final, didn't they? Yeah. 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 They're favourites against Chelsea. Oh They're favourites against PSG. Not PSG. PSG in a semi-final yeah. two years ago. Um, so I don't know if that plays into their favour or not, but I think their focus lies here. They need to win this. I don't know what you mentioned there. The treble is obviously in their head, but if they're going to pick a game to win, this the game they're going to win. This is the holy grail for them. That's what's left. Um, Inter Milan, so hot and cold so far this long in the season. Um, obviously not winning it. I think they won the Coppa Italia against Florentina, mm. which is something, I guess. Yeah. Dominated AC Milan in the semi-final, yeah. um, but definitely got the, the easier side of the draw. I want this to be close, and I, w- I really want Inter to run them all the way, but I just don't see it happen. I see City going ahead early and then doing what City do. And it, Inter doing what Inter do, which is getting like, fucking ratty and annoyed yeah. and yeah. get players sent off. I would love to see Italian football come back. Like, oh. and the, the, I'm a goalkeeper. You're a defender. We like defensive football. We do. Fucking, we're all over that shit. Yeah. But um, City team have too much power I'm going to say 4-1 City. And I actually don't know who's going to score for City, so I'm going to back um, Martinez to score oh, for uh, Inter. Person, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, look, uh, it is one of these things. And just, just for the record, I do want Manchester City to win that treble. Um, I do think it's it's just it's just beautiful content. It really, really is. Um, it's content for life, to be honest with you as well. Um, I want Inter to win it. So okay, yeah, that's fair enough. Um, but now I do want I do want Manchester City to win the treble. Look, if they don't win it, and I think at the very minimum they want to win this Champions League. I think if you offer Pep now, if you say to him you you can have the two matches and you could potentially win both of them, or I'll guarantee you now the Champions League, but you you're handing away the FA Cup, he he takes it straight away. So yeah, I I think. I think they will win this match as well. Um, I think it might be tighter than you're saying. I'm going to say a 2-1 win for Man City. Uh, I just think that they'll defend very well, Inter Milan, on the day. Um, and they may struggle slightly just to break them down. So I'm going to say 2-1 to City. And I'm going to say Haaland. I think Haaland, big-time player. It's what they bought him for. This is his moment. Um, and... He's stepped up every other opportunity that he's been given. And I don't think this is going to change. I think he's going to step up in this one as well. So, yeah, that's my score prediction on that. Right, Connor, that is that is it. That is it. Um, did you have something else you wanted to add? Got a couple of things to throw at you here, Collie, because we've, oh, had, we've come to the end of the road for oh, the season. God. All right. Oh. Now you're going to be, you probably don't have any highlights of the season. Neither do I. <laughs> Zero. But, uh, I'll throw a couple of things actually that were that were thrown out on um, Monday Night Football. Okay. Um, last week. Yep. Player of the season, the Prem. Um, 
I, I, I just, I just have to go Haaland. I'm sorry, I, I just cannot overlook that fucking goal scoring machine. Um, if if you're talking about his individual team play, he's probably not the player of the, player of the season. But his job is to score goals, and he's done nothing but score goals. So, in my opinion, Haaland. Who are you picking? Yeah, I got to say, can't really disagree with. I don't even remember numbers. Could be 30, 38 goals, 37 so goals, something like that. Yeah. It was big enough that they were comparing the fucking Dixie Dean who was scoring goals against bleeding butchers and stuff yeah. <laughs> during the Second World War. So if it's, if it's that good, yeah, you have to go back that far to compare him against goal scorers. Well, then, yeah, he's yeah. not had a bad season. Yeah. And he, he, I think he talked about the start of the year. Right? He, he wasn't coming in to score outrageous goals. He was using his fucking his cock, his arse. Yeah. Fucking shit, whatever. I had to go off and put the ball in there. He was going to do it. <laughs> Say some um, probably does. Uh, young player of the season. Young player, like I suppose you'd have to look at Saka, wouldn't you? Saka is he is still a young player? Does he fall under that bracket? He's was he 22, 24. Oh, it's borderline, isn't it? I'll give it to you if you want them. Um. Yeah, like in ten I mean, seconds as to why. I, I I do like I do like him there. Um, I I still consider him quite a young player, but but a very experienced player because all the stuff he's gone through with the England team, missing the peno, um, he missed another peno in another shootout as well. I think, if I'm not mistaken, which was I can't remember yeah. what it was. Um, but I think just very experienced, very good, uh, has been solid all season. And yeah, I'm, I'm I'm picking him. I don't care. I'm picking him. He's a young player. What about you? I'm gonna go Martin Odegaard. Yeah. Well, how old is Odegaard? Yeah, I could have really. Twenty-two. Went for He's twenty-two. Yeah. See, I probably could have went for him. So, uh, if, if you're gonna yeah. fight me on it, I'll go Odegaard. I'm not. I said you could have. I said you could okay, have okay, that guy right, at okay. twenty-four. Right. Fair. Um, but yeah, took over as captain from Granit Xhaka, who's a fucking head the ball. And managed to kind of settle the ship a little bit with Arsenal. Obviously, blew it in the last couple of games, but I don't think it's his fault that Saliba went out injured and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. back in yeah. Odegaard. Yeah. Um, best signing so that could be either in the summer or January. Can it be best. for like five years down the line? Can I say Mudrick? No, no. <laughs> best signing. Um, best signing. Dan Bourne was a pretty good one for Newcastle, wasn't he? Was that this season or last season? No, it was last season. But you have uh, someone in there. He spent Botman with this summer. Botman, yeah. I mean, Botman's the other, the other option. Uh, well, he's the only option in that one because he's signed in this season. This season has been so long; it's hard to remember who was signed in this summer. Um, I can't say like Darren Nunes because he just wasn't there. Um, Anthony. You like Anthony, don't you? Anthony! Uh, no, I'm going to have to say Botman. Look, again, being a defender, very impressive. Well, I could also go Saliba. Yeah. I'm going to go Botman. I, I just think Botman was solid, solid signing. Uh, I really like him as a defender. And yeah, I'm going to go with him. What about you? Probably go Casemiro for the impact he had. Yeah, it's a good... It's a good. Especially when he got suspended that time and you know it fell to pieces. It was yeah. just like, okay, he's actually fucking he's missed. Yeah, he does impact things yeah. as like as it goes on, like you know. 
Yeah, I wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't I argue with with Casemiro. Maybe I have overlooked Casemiro. Um, well, I'm just trying to that but biggest surprise. So that could be a result, a player, a team. What shocked you or what surprised you at the prem? Um, there was there's two that stand out. One of them is is Brighton's overall performance after um part of leaving and apparently part of being the best manager since sliced bread and and they were gonna fucking fall off a cliff. So Brighton overall, I think they play some beautiful football. Um, Evan Ferguson coming onto the scene, like we said, as as Irish men and looking forward to watching him playing with the Irish team. It's something to look forward to and it's something I'm really impressed by. Um, he's very good. He's really, really good. So, damn, they've been massively impressive for me. And just Newcastle. I, I, I think Newcastle massively, I'm going to say overachieved because I did think it was going to take three or four seasons yeah. for them to get up to that level that they're at now. But they've managed to do it in, what, one, one and a half maybe? Um, they're definitely like two years ahead of plan. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, so yeah, Newcastle and Brighton, for me, are the surprises of the season. You? I would agree, and I'll just add to that. Leicester? Yeah, disappointing. Them going down is a... Is that I knew it was coming, and it was cooking, and it was it was under the hood. Yeah. Didn't think it would be this year. Um, yeah. So, definitely surprised at, at that. Um, and... Probably also surprised surprised that Thomas Tuchel got sacked after two games. <laughs> so, I was, was trying not to bring any, I was trying not to bring anything related to Chelsea into any of this, but like I mean, you've you've gone there, you've gone there. Um, um, is is the most ridiculously stupid decision uh, gonna come up next? Um, no, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, let me just okay. check. Um, no, last one. Game of the season, our favorite game. Game of the and season. We can do. We 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 can do. because you, you probably have a game of the season because Chelsea were a little bit too yeah. bored. You well, can, I want. Know. I want your favorite Chelsea game plus your game from favorite game from world football. My wow. favorite Chelsea game, right? And this is going to sound terrible, um, but it was the final game that Potter played. That was Potter was manager because. I I knew that if we didn't get the result, there was like I was seeing ninety five percent of comments on Chelsea's fucking Instagram page was Potter out, and I was thinking that there may be a sliver of hope that if we actually don't get a result here, he will get sacked. And I was only looking back on the Instagram page the other day, and I was just scrolling. I was scrolling down looking for a video, but there's one video in particular where you can see, where you, if you scroll down, or maybe it was TikTok. But there's a massive smile on my face, and it's the only, it's the only <laughs> one that you can see a massive smile on my face. And I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Clicked into it. Potter has been sacked. I was like, "Ah!" Oh. I was like, "That's the the happiest I've been all season." Was Potter getting sacked? That's my highlight of the season, and that's how bad we were this season. Um. So that what what was the other was there another part to that question? So I wanted a specific Chelsea one, and then okay. like a world football one. Um, could be Champions League could be like it's your favorite game. I, I'm gonna throw this one out here, and for for personal reasons, uh, the Argentina Cup final, uh, World Cup final win, and for me, 
I'm always I've always been a messy over Ronaldo guy, regardless of the whole United thing. It, it, that that doesn't come into it. In my opinion, Messi's the go, always will be the go. Um, deserved the World Cup, delighted he won it. Um, so that for me was was my favorite match, and what a match it was, by the way. Yeah, I agree with you. World Cup yeah. final, it was yeah. just edge of the seat stuff. Yeah. I was getting Harper palpitations, and then half during the penalty shootout. Jehovah's Witness knocked on the door. Oh, on a fucking Sunday evening. And I answered the door and I was like, Do you know what a fucking World Cup final is on? I just slammed the door in his face. <laughs> and I went straight back into the sitting room. I'd invite him I was in. a fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, but you know, I didn't invite him in. And then, favourite Liverpool game, it's got to be United 7 1 Lanfield or 7 0 Lanfield. Yeah. It was just yes. all the shy talking that Paddy had beforehand. And then it was just. <laughs> Yeah. Um, finally, one thing, one thing that you will take or you learnt during this Premier League season. What's the one thing you're taking out of the season? One fact, one opinion, one moment to take in the next season. Now I'm gonna sound like an absolute knob end here, but I, I'm quite impressed at how much I know Chelsea and I know what's right for the team. That's all I'm going to take. You are right. Yeah, I took. You sound like a knobhead. Yeah, I do. I'm absolutely knobhead. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, that's that's look. I I just I think I rate my own ball knowledge when it comes to Chelsea in particular. Um, but other than that, what's one lesson? Um, money doesn't money doesn't win everything. That's that's one thing I've learned. You can spend as much money as you want, but if you can't get them to play together, it means fuck all. So money doesn't buy happiness, is what I'm trying to say. Right? What's your what? What did you learn? I was gonna say money gets your results because look at Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> I've just debunked it. You're gonna have to go yeah. for something else now. <laughs> um. Yeah. Fuck. Um. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I'm shafted you there, haven't I? Money, money talks. Um, yeah. Messi is the goat. Yeah, look, that's what I. That's what I finally we can confirm. Yeah, of this season, no doubts. Messi is the goat. Yeah. Um, an honourable mention, obviously, to the stuff that's happening in, in during the season. Pele passing away was a was a big one. Big big world news. RIP, Pels. Um, he's probably still hired though. Very nice. Hello, dogs just like. Ripping something apart there. Ripping off. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, Pele, Pele passing away was was one thing that that was that was kind of a little bit of a downer. But look, he was fucking what eighty nine or ninety two, whatever the fuck he was. Anyway, he was very old. <laughs> Just <laughs> made up numbers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, there was there was some nice footage we put up on. Hold on a second. Uh, there was some nice, nice footage we put up on the uh, TikTok page of him playing in Daily Mount back in the day. So, um, that was that was nice to come across that on TikTok. Um, but yeah, other than that, Connor, have you anything else you want to add before we close off the the, the season finale? Uh, League of Ireland is still ongoing, lads. They're not without football again. Support yeah. the local club. Yeah. Um, unless that I be don't. in Tala and then we'll go somewhere else. Yeah. Um. But yeah, still football going on. We're going into international break then as well, the third of June. Yeah. Um, with a couple of a big Ireland games. So still bits going on. 
Um, and then obviously everyone presumably wants some signings in the summer. Who doesn't? Yeah. So yeah, we want hopefully we can uh, keep you up to date with what's going on. Basically, we're just going to relay what Fabrizio tells us. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, like we we won't have any breaking news. We, It'll all be reposted. Yeah, be reprocessed. Um, yeah, I just want to. Uh, Connor, massive thanks to yourself for being here all season. It's been a pleasure. I mean, I have a copy. I wasn't here all season. It was more well, like look, when Liverpool's yeah. form dipped, you you dipped also, but uh, it's it's fine. You made your way back in. Um, to be fair, anybody who's wondering why you've you've taken up football again, so you know a, a valid reason. Um, all all related, you know, all, all it's what we love about the game. It's a beautiful game. Just so you know, um, my gaffer resigned at the weekend, so oh, <laughs> uh, Connor's back uh, full time on Tuesdays next season. <laughs> Uh, a big massive paddy, a big massive paddy, a big massive paddy. paddy. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. A big massive thank you to Big Paddy, uh, who's been on the majority of the season as well. Um, a big it massive was only thank interactive you to... when you, we were talking about United. Yeah, and and you know what I was going to do? I was going to go through every episode and try to get it where he wasn't paying attention and just complete. And I was like, you know what? There's so many I'd fucking be there all day, so I, I didn't. I might do it. I might do it in the future, but uh, I'm not doing. It. I haven't done it for this week. Um, a massive thank you to anybody that's listened, to anybody that's interacted um, on the Instagram page as well. I know I get a lot of kind of people messaging me there, and it's nice. I do like it. I appreciate it. I like the banter. We I've met a couple of good people on there. Um, so fair play to you if you do listen to this. I know there is a good few people that listen to it. Um, fair play to anybody that's followed us on TikTok, subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, listen to us at all this season. You know, it's all it's all good. Um, Rate us five stars, though. Don't be a fucking four. a prick. Yeah, give us four. We don't, we don't mind four. Don't be... I was saying, you rate us four, we know you listen. Yeah. So, but four. the problem is, we don't know who that person is. Apple Podcasts, you can write a review, so you can write your name in. Spotify, you're just going to have to give us the five stars. Um, yeah, whatever. You take four. Um, but yeah, look. It's it's the same old shit. It's business as usual. I can't fucking speak. Thank fuck this podcast is over for the season. Do you know what? The whole season's gone shit. The podcast is going to shit. Chelsea went to shit this season. Do you know what? Fuck the podcast. You podcast know? is going to shit. We were doing challenges all at the start. I, I know, was, yeah. No, we will. Sitting here scratching a hole. I won't. No, we do have a plan. Sorry, I, I was brushing over that. We do have a plan. Now, I don't know, Connor, if you are going to get involved in this. I would like you to get involved in this as well. But we are trying to get together some stuff to record some golf out on the golf course. Um, I've... I've ordered these microphones, which mean that I can record from far away and you can talk and I can still hear you. Um, unfortunately, we Cully has more money than said. That's uh, basically what's happening. Unfortunately, we won't be able to watch me smash a driver till mid-July anyway, because that's when I'll be getting my new driver. Um, but it is always a possibility that that could happen. Um, so we're hoping to do a bit of golf content for people. I don't know. Maybe we might do some fucking League of Ireland matches. I don't know. I, for one, would like to go to a couple of League We'll of get some matches. content over the summer. I think so, yeah. There'll be content. Yeah. There'll be something going on. We'll be, we'll be wrecking your head. You'll see me on TikTok. Um, so that's it. Connor, we're going to end it there. It's been, a, it's been a pleasure having you on all season. Um, yeah, we won't be back next week. We don't know when we'll be back. But until then, Never. goodbye.
anybody has realised. <laughs> uh, you have realised because I was looking at your face. I have put the intro. Yeah, I don't know what was going on. I put the intro music up instead, or the intro video up instead of the outro. So one last fuck up before we go, Connor. Breaking news. This is, this is what it's all about. <laughs> Beyond the ball. Like, follow, subscribe. See you later.